This is Shimon Newbort with Hilchas Shchita, the laws of Shchita, chapter 13. This chapter contains 21 halochas. In this chapter, the Rambam continues the learning of mitzvahs, which are the responsibility of a shoichet in general, even though they are not directly involved with the laws of Shchita itself. In this chapter, we discuss the taking of birds or eggs out of a nest which contains a mother bird and the uh, baby birds or eggs. One who takes the mother bird out of a nest in which there are children, that is, babies or eggs, in the nest, and he slaughters, he shechts the mother. The meat is permitted. The shechita is a kosher shechita. One may eat the meat. However, he has transgressed a prohibition and he receives a flogging, he receives Malchus for having slaughtered the mother, Shenemar. The Torah says, A posuk in Kitetze, you shall not take the mother that is on the children. Similarly, if the mother dies, he did not slaughter it. He took the mother out of the nest, and she died. Before he could drive the mother away, he is flogged, he receives malchus. However, if he sends away the mother after having taken her, even though he was forbidden to take the mother, it says, You shall not take the mother away when she is on the uh, children but if he did take the mother away and then he sends the mother away and it does not keep her then Potter he is not punished he is free of the punishment of Malchus because he has done he has fulfilled the positive mitzvah which corrects the negative mitzvah and this is a general rule any case where there is a negative mitzvah, a prohibition in the Torah, and the Torah gives one an opportunity to correct this transgression by performing a positive mitzvah, he is required in order to avoid responsibility for the negative mitzvah, he is required to fulfill the positive mitzvah involved here. And if he did not fulfill this positive mitzvah, he receives malchus, he is punished for the negative mitzvah. If someone else comes along, he has now transgressed, he has taken the mother out of the nest, he intends to fulfill the positive mitzvah by driving the mother away. Someone else comes along and seizes the mother, miyoda, he seizes her from his hands, vishilcha, and he drives it away. So the person who transgressed the negative mitzvah is now unable to fulfill the positive mitzvah. Or without his knowing it, without his being aware, the mother escaped from his possession. Here again, he cannot fulfill the positive mitzvah. Loike, he is punished by Malchus for the negative mitzvah. Because the Torah requires in fulfilling the positive mitzvah, you yourself must send it away. He himself must send it. 
uh, and not that it escaped by itself or that someone else drove it away. And in this case, since in fact he did not fulfill this mitzvah, the positive mitzvah, he is punished for the negative mitzvah. If he took away the mother from the nest where it was on the babies, and he cut off its wings or the feathers from its wings so that it cannot fly and then he sent it away so that it was able to walk away but could not fly he is punished by Malchus as a rabbinical punishment he has to keep the mother with him, he cannot fulfill the mitzvah by having driven it away in this manner, he has to keep it until the feathers of the wings grow back and then he is required to send it away properly and if the mother died before this happened, before the wings grew back, or the mother escaped or was lost, and he could not drive it away properly after the wings were properly grown back, he is punished. Because he has not properly fulfilled the positive mitzvah. How does one fulfill the mitzvah of driving away the mother? He holds it by its wings or by its feathers and makes it fly. He makes it fly away. That is, he starts it on its way. Of flying, shilcha v'chazra. If he sent it away and it came back, v'shilcha, and he sent it away again, v'chazra, and it came back again. Afilu arba v'chamish pa'animim. Even if it returned four or five times, chayiv l'shaleach. In each case, he must drive it away. Shenemar, because the Torah says shaleach t'shalach, you shall send it away and send it away, which means even multiple times. Halochevov ho'imer. If one says hareini noitles ho'aim, I will take the mother umish. And I will drive away the babies and keep the mother. He cannot do that. He is required to send away the mother. Because the Torah specifies, You must send away the mother. If he took away the babies while the mother was absent or after he had driven the mother away the hechziram lakana and after having taken possession of the babies or the eggs he put them back into the nest and afterwards the mother returns to them he is not not required to drive the mother away again because he has already taken possession of the babies and they are his. If he sent away the mother in order to take the babies and later on he found the mother somewhere else and he proceeded to capture the mother this is permitted the Torah only prohibited capturing the mother only under a circumstance where the mother cannot fly away because she has the babies or the eggs here because the mother hovers over the nest to protect the 
babies or the eggs from being taken, and only in such a case is it forbidden to take the mother. The Torah says, The mother is hovering, is flying over the baby birds. But if he has already sent it away and removed it from its pro- from his possession because of it so they saw and later on he captured it Muta, this is permitted this mitzvah of sending away the mother only applies to a kosher bird and only to a bird that is not domesticated and living in his home for example uh, pigeons that live out in the coops somewhere, or pigeons that live in the attic where he does not have it uh, under his direct possession, or birds that make their nest in the orchards, because the Torah says, when it will happen by chance that he finds a bird, and all of these are not really his, he finds them by chance, but a bird that is constantly there, such as uh, ducks and chickens, veyoinim, or, or pigeons, shekinenu babayis, who make their nest in his home, In this case, he is not required to send them away. Halochetes. If the baby birds are already beginning to fly, and they do not require their mother's presence here, they are, can already fly independently and find food, or the eggs are there, but the eggs have begun to spoil so that they can not produce young. In such a case, he does not have to send the mother away because the mother is not really here constantly hovering over such uh, babies or eggs. If the babies uh, were deformed or damaged so that they were trefa, they have the same rule as uh, eggs that have spoiled, and he does not have to send away the mother. If a male bird is found hovering over the nest in the manner in which the female usually does, he is not required to send such a bird away. If he finds a non-kosher bird is hovering over the eggs of kosher birds, or a kosher bird is hovering over the eggs of a non-kosher bird, in all these cases this is not considered a mother on her children, and he need not send the mother away. If the mother was hovering over eggs that are of a different species of bird, but they're all kosher, the mother is kosher, the eggs are kosher, but the eggs are not hers, they're a different species. Nevertheless, he has to send it away. And if he did not send it away, he does not receive malchus for this. If the mother was Trefa, Chayev Lashalcha, he has to send the mother away if the mother was damaged. As long as the eggs are whole, he has to send the mother away. Halacha Yudbeis. Shochat Miktsa Simonim Betecha Ken. 
that he began the shechita of the mother while she was still in the nest, and he cut through the uh, minor part, less than half of the uh, esophagus, so that the animal uh, will be nevela, but it is not a trefa, if he does not complete the shechita here, the animal will become, the, the, the bird will become nevela. But before he took the bird, he made the shechita right there in the nest, and he already cut a little bit of the esophagus. He is nevertheless required to send the bird away, even though if he stops the shechita here, the bird will be nevela. And if he does not send it away, and he takes the babies, he does not receive malchus because the bird is already nevela. If the bird is flying directly above the nest and is still there over the nest, the bird is not actually hovering in the nest but is above the nest. If the wings are touching the uh, nest, the wings or the feathers are still touching the nest he must drive the mother away but if the wings or feathers are not touching the nest then the mother is considered absent and he does not have to send her away if there is a piece of cloth or there are loose feathers that separate between the wings uh, or feathers of the bird and the nest, he is required to send it away since it's touching even though there's something intervening. If he does not send the mother away, he does not receive malchus. If there are two rows of eggs there, and the uh, wings of the mother are touching the uh, upper row, or the mother was hovering above um, spoiled eggs, and underneath them there were good eggs, or there were two mothers, one on top of the other, or the male bird was on top of the nest, and the female on top of the male, in all these cases he should not take the mother, he must drive her away, and he should not take the babies or eggs without driving her away. And if he does take her, he must send her away. And if he did not uh, send her away, he does not receive malchus here. If the mother was sitting there in the nest among the babies or among the eggs, but not actually touching any of the babies or the eggs, he is not required to send her away. If the mother is besides, beside the uh, nest, not on top of it. And her wings or feathers are touching the nest at the side. He is not required to send her away before taking the babies or eggs.
If the mother is resting on two twigs of the tree, and the nest is supported between those twigs, so the mother is not touching the nest. The nest is hanging from those, from between the two uh, twigs, and the mother is on top of the twigs, but not actually touching the nest. Then we have to examine the situation. If the situation is such that were the twigs to be removed here, the mother would not be supported and would fall onto the nest, then he has to send her away. If the mother was resting on only one uh, of the uh, babies, or only on one of the eggs, he is required to send her away. Even though it says, and bayim, it says in the plural, baby uh, birds or eggs in plural. Nevertheless, if there's only one, he still has to send the mother away. If he finds a, a nest floating on the water, or a nest on some living thing, and the mother on top of the nest, he must send the mother away. Because when the Torah only uses the plural, babies or eggs in plural, the Torah only specifies that the... Uh, that the nest must be on a tree or on the ground, which might lead you to believe that if there's only one egg or bird, or if the nest is on the water or on some living thing, that he does not have to send it away. No, the Torah only specifies this because as the usual rule is, the Torah is speaking about the usual case. And usually there's more than one baby and more than one egg, and usually the nest is on a tree or on the ground. But if it's an unusual situation, he nevertheless has to send it away. One may not take possession of the eggs uh, so long as the mother is resting above them. Therefore, even if the mother was resting on the eggs or the babies and it was in his attic or in his chicken coop, we do not say that these are domesticated uh, uh, birds that are already there in his possession. Uh, and the fact that they are in his property does not take possession uh, of them. We will learn later in various halachas in Sefer Kinyon that in cases where some property, some item that is ownerless comes into someone's real estate property, into his courtyard, into his house, into his attic, and it's put there or ends up resting there, his real estate property acquires possession for him. For example, if some animal enters his home and is there in such a situation where he has it there in his home, it becomes his. No one may take it from him.
In this case, we might think that the birds that have nested in his coop or the birds that have nested in his attic have become his birds. He has acquired possession of them, and therefore these are domesticated birds that uh, already belong to him, and he is not required to send the mother away. The law is not so, because since it is forbidden to take possession of the babies so long as the mother rests on them, his, because of this prohibition, his property has not taken possession of the birds for him. Just as something that comes into his property, he cannot use that to transfer possession of it to someone else, as we will learn in various halachas of Sefer Kinyan. So also, his property does not take possession of these birds for him, since it's forbidden. And since it has not taken possession of it for him, it is considered wild, non-domesticated birds that are not his, and he is required to send the mother away. It is forbidden to take the mother when she is on the babies, even to do a mitzvah with it. For example, to use them for the purification ceremonies of a mitzvah, which is a mitzvah, as we will learn in Hilchis Tumas Tzairas and in Hilchis Mechusre Kapora, the Imlokach, and if he does take the uh, uh, mother for such a purpose, Chayav L'Shaleach, he is required to send her away. The Imloy Shilach, and if he does not send her away, Loike, he receives Malkus. Why? Ordinarily, a positive mitzvah supersedes a negative mitzvah, because here we have, in the bird, we have a negative mitzvah and a positive mitzvah. He has a negative mitzvah prohibiting him to take the bird and a positive mitzvah requiring him to send away the mother. And the positive mitzvah of purification of the mitzvah does not supersede a combination of negative and positive mitzvah. And in fact, in no case does one positive mitzvah supersede another. One who consecrates a bird as a donation uh, to be given to the Beis HaMikdash, and the bird flies away from his possession and escapes, and later on he recognizes this particular bird, and he finds that this bird has made a nest, and it is now hovering and resting on top of babies or eggs, like he brings all of them, the mother and the baby and the eggs, and he brings them and gives them to the treasurer of the Beis HaMikdash. Why? Because sending away the mother is the, the, this mitzvah does not apply to consecrated property. Because the Torah says The babies you shall take for you. When must you send away the mother? Only when you are permitted to take the babies for yourself. And these babies, since they are not yours, you, they are the offspring of 
a consecrated bird, and he has to give them to the treasurer of the base Hamikdash. Since these are not your property, uh, you are not required to send away the mother. If a bird uh, killed a human being, this is some sort of a bird that can kill human beings, a large bird of prey. It killed a human being, or even a smaller bird that killed a baby. In such a case, he may take the babies, and he does not have to send away the mother bird. Why? Because the mother bird here has a different law entirely. Because he has a, mit- a prior mitzvah which requires him to bring this bird to uh, Beisdin, to the court, in order to judge the bird and put it to death. As we will learn in Hilchis Nizke Momin, any bird or any behemoth or any chaya, any living thing that, puts a, that kills a human being is brought to Beisdin and judged and put to death. Thank Thank you for listening. Please listen tomorrow for chapter 14.